Hi all, welcome to Conundrum Archives. In today's episode, it's going to be a listener's treat. Have you all wondered why personal finance education is not taught in India? Or have you ever wondered what you all should do with your finances when you start earning right after placements? In this episode, we try to cover a few doubts on personal finance with few assumptions. Now, we are not experts and we are here just to share our experiences. Before you go out to try these, we highly recommend to do your own research and take decisions as you wish. To continue, today I would be the host and Saikat, Nikhil and Raghav would be answering questions on this topic. Hi everyone. Okay, so hi guys. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm back as a person who would answer be answering questions for a change now. And uh, yeah, Saikat's also here. Hey, what's up guys? So, let's start the episode on personal finance for student life. Before I start asking questions, in conundrum there's a ritual to know why certain things start up. Not precise, but at least have a proper understanding so that when we enter into the mainstream of these questions, you know how this all working. So idea is why did the concept of money start? Like we see rupees, we see coins, we see cash, we see UPI payments. But before all these things were there, where did the concept of money start? So if you go back and date history, there was nothing like money was discovered somewhere. Like you go back to the old ages where before even your bronze age, uh, before even your rock age. So what did we do to get money in was very simple idea. Consider I have sheep and consider he has some other valuable object. So we used to trade something in equal so that we both parties get benefited. Example, let's go back into 60,000 BC. I'm having a sheep, I'm taming them to do something. And I get some valuable object from him which can be used for hunting. But he asks something in return for me. What do I have unequal to return to him? So maybe I think sheep would be unequal. I would give it to him. But that concept, that ideology, started evolving as time progressed. They started introducing something which can stay equal to two parties when they exchange anything else. So example came in where I want to have a land, but in return landlord wants something. Now I can't give tons of sheep to him. So the money introduced and money was something equal irrespective of any object that you're about to trade. So it was basically in terms of coin, but in very brittle way or very hard way. There was no standardizations. Then the concept evolved to standardize coins between your districts level or between a tribe to tribe level. Then banks came in to make it even more standardized between state level. And they also know that um, there were civilizations across other places. So during Bronze Age, you had to trade a lot of bronze and then Iron Age evolved. So trading became more and they had to give something in equal to get something. 
banks then started understanding that these concepts would still be limited and late 19th century early 19th century or 20th century you have your banks evolved in a much more flourished way you have your stocks coming in many other things happen no that's the streamline of how it happened so with the concept that we have defined previously then there's another concept which would uh, always linger around your brain so you go to your caretakers and there's this one question they would always ask you like it might be your grandmother it might be your mother or anyone they would say you're spending too much money then you would get into conversation you would say why is it too much money 10 rupees now is not is i'll just i'll just get one candy or something but then they would start their history that i had one paisa and i used to get so many things and i i had one ana and i used to get so there is this concept that money that time even though it was small it used to get you more but now even though we have more money i'm not able to get much what is this concept and why is money value depleting or what do we say currency is dropping and the objects that we get with it is coming out less why is that happening nikhil so nikhil before you start off just to give an example to listeners back when i was in 10th standard for 10 rupees i used to get a cat which is good one now even though i give 10 rupees uh, i would not get that quality of cat pet which means the value of currency that we have to give to it has increased rapidly it was just back 8 years 9 years no yeah 8 years 9 years why is that nikhil why is it that money is always seen to be increasing to even give a better example now watches which are you know like uh our basic watch right now i think it's around 1000 uh, rupees my grandfather like he keeps telling me this story his first watch was 1 rupee so you can just imagine the scale of increase of cost over there mm-hmm. got it wait guys you are not taking my explanations let give me some examples okay up to you nikhil good okay okay well venkat for your surprise they are not wrong okay because back then when we see the prices were like they used to tell uh, like often your parents will tell right those times 1000 rupees was like lifetime money now 1000 rupees is like not even our lunch would come in that yeah like, yeah even correct. for movies you might have heard like they would say 20 paisa 30 paisa and all. yeah correct but today it's like 200 2000 like that yeah 200 rupees we can't even get that top seat ticket what what do you say balcony ticket yeah right so this concept right we commonly call uh, call it like uh, grandma's reference as you know why grandma's reference is like because this has come from our uh, parents or pa- grandparents like that so we just commonly call it as mm-hmm. grandma's reference okay just take example of 100 page book okay we use every day mm-hmm. so okay you remember what was the cost when when you were in studying in class 1 very difficult Okay, but I remember uh, it's somewhere around eight to ten rupees the hundred page book. Okay, okay. Now, if we ask the same question to our parents or say like grandparents, <laughs> they would easily say like eight to ten pesa. Okay, okay. That's not a surprise again. Okay, this process of rise of the prices of a product and services, and the reduction in purchase of the power, we call it inflation. Okay. Okay. So this concept, right? So before it was like well, the same product is costing you some less, less, less cost. Now the same product is costing you some more cost, right? 
this process we call it as inflation so what is inflation yeah, in uh, terminology like uh, why does this happen why does this inflation happen okay generally the question may arise right like what is the difference book was the same paper that time book is the same paper right now the same mm-hmm. thing we write the same thing we uh, use it right mm-hmm. correct and there is nothing magical inside it just a plain sheet of paper comes from a tree yeah correct but okay now it's something called as so want need and demand you might have heard of right need want and demand from our college yes yep so it's like the basic concept where need is like just you need a basic thing to write on mm. something Hmm. want is something you want some designs on it correct demand is something like you want like high quality paper with the blah is blah blah is it demand or desire so you can also to say i think it's desire right desire oh, desire it was a desire okay. no something problem. that it's not required at all but you build an interest in that community okay one more interesting example i can give you you might have an old computer or phone or a pen drive right correct correct now if you try to resell it you know what's hmm. the value of it 10 rupees say yeah i mean it's not even like 10% of today's product of similar specifications okay that was formulated well yeah so sometimes you like even you don't use it right you will be like okay i i don't want that i want something better than that hmm mm-hmm. so this same concept applies in a global level where like the value of a product goes down as they become old and the new product or the new specifications comes in that takes a, a huge like huge price or huge value of it take the example of pen drive itself pen drive mm-hmm. like before we used to use like say like 500 mb like 1 gb mm-hmm. maximum mm-hmm. that was cost cost around like say 2000 4000 at that time correct now if we are taking if like our 8 gb 6 gb pen drives are coming in 500 rupees which is like not very less than that Mm-hmm. you see the variation right the same product the same uh, specifications the how much the price has varied mm-hmm. correct right this this process is like inflation like you the mm-hmm. okay the money is increasing at one end uh, is there anything that is linked with our current infrastructure what makes it increase and why the value of price for a product is becoming higher and higher Okay um uh, for that no I'll explain one concept of why indian currency is going down before that hmm yeah sure okay yeah there is a perfect currency okay perfect currency in the sense so uh, both all the countries are buying the product at same price like hmm. for example Which if means, you take um like usa 1 dollar equals to indian 1 rupee something like that yeah means something like you buy a product in india for 100 rupees the same product is available in a uh, different country at the equivalent price of 100 rupees Okay. Okay. That means in other words you can say like the purchasing power is same across all the countries. Mhm. Okay. Now, yeah. practically this will not always be maintained well. Why okay. because there might be some trade barriers. There might be some uh, difference in price competitions. And the okay. interest interest rates around all this all those uh, categories right say like barriers or price competitions will be varied. now that that goes as a wave across all the places wave in the sense so uh, it it is not immediately reflected in other part of the globe hmm okay it's only that, for that demographic that has been increased but not across the whole globe right it's not like a meme right which it spreads hmm. at the rate of speed of light like that it just goes gradually slowly slowly like that hmm okay 
so in that way there is a difference in price and difference in the uh, competitions uh, and that creates a uh, different different variations across countries ha huh. that's where uh, even uh, if i have to connect back to the old concept that i was trying to say when banks were introduced and gold was used as a medium and they used to write these notes and which became a cash later on um, that was the concept i think you are referring because banks from different places had different amount of gold or something and the value of that particular note like i say 1 dollar 1 rupee note in karnataka and i'd say 1 rupee note in maharashtra example very raw example because of the gold value assigned to that 1 rupee that value of 1 rupee might be higher than other place which is assigned Okay. now one more concept is like demand and supply right mm mm-hmm. now there are like okay there are like factors like political influence or expectations on the market or mm-hmm. trade balance you can say mm-hmm. so these and all no will affect the demand and supply of a country okay okay now even the like the people of the country will have mm-hmm. different uh, expectations or different interests okay so that, this these are the factors which all it, it it depends upon so more like indians have expectations to build good uh, education across and that demand rises in india while as jobs are still not there yet for them so demand is a low while as supply is higher like that right that's a good way of putting it mm-hmm. so but again uh, coming back to the pain question now what you said the rise of inflation might be is because of this trade barriers because demand and supply and how things are working according to expectation of people of that demographic money shoots up always it's never gone down or something so value for an every like a price for a product has never gone down it's always shooting high so the purchasing power has come down for people okay um saikat uh, would you like to add to this no i think uh, the primary thing which is most important in inflation for people to understand is that uh, at a given period of time the demand and supply is always not the same it keeps going up and down depending on the situation which leads to your value of a currency to change so for example the value of uh, indian rupees which was let's assume previously 48 rupees in comparison to us dollar is approximately now 75 rupees okay now okay. uh, this value is not a static value this can either go up or it can uh, come down depending on what kind of supply and demand hmm. is happening in both the countries or maybe globally or due to some other reason okay there are a lot of parameters involved in this but the crux of inflation is that uh, value of money cannot be stagnant it will either increase or decrease mm-hmm. but uh, it depends from region to region country to country as you said demographics plays a very important role mm-hmm. how strong your government is uh, for example tomorrow uh, our prime minister changes right around the prime minister changes and due to a certain new governance policy some laws changes in india okay the education system changes some some minor changes happened 
but that is creating a big level of impact globally all right so let's assume tomorrow you tell that indians cannot go to us germany or any other country to study uh before the age of 25 you only can go after 25 so if that happens hypothetically speaking okay this is all just i'm telling it as an example uh, don't start correlating things but point over here is that if any government makes any particular changes it also reflects whole differently on a global level and that creates a lot of impact as you said makes a lot of sense and this is the question that i've only view from an indian aspect i have not been to america so i have not talked to any one of those older generation guys saying how was your $1 this time what you used to get how was your $1 now what would you get that i have not done my research and i can't ask you on that but this gives me an uh, sufficient understanding on why this is playing out like this and why this grandma reference comes into picture every time we talk to elders uh when could just to add on to a few things over here mm-hmm. uh see the point here is that uh, i think nikhil already answered that but just to give you guys an understanding uh it is also important to understand uh what is the income being generated of that demographic for example if all four of us were farmers and we are just individual farmers okay mm-hmm. and i grew a crop which is available entire season which is like 12 months okay my income is stable now you grow a crop which is only for one seasonal kind of crops or maybe fruits let's say you mangoes you might do a lot of business at a particular season which is summer but not throughout the year correct so you cannot your valuation versus me is not the same correct so the requirements that you have is not the exact same as mine okay mm-hmm. it's it's completely different so that is how you can just imagine the situation that at a given demographic what is the capacity of people to buy things okay or sell things mm-hmm. uh, as i said about the mango example right if it is winter even though there is a demand of mango milkshakes or what not in by like mango products mango by products Mm-hmm. it's not always that your supply will be as high as summers mm-hmm. okay it's always different right you cannot compare a winter season mango supply versus your summer season mango supply yep yep two different things correct so that kind of differences play a big role over here mm-hmm. okay so like these are like so there are like several factors like say like demand and supply and uh, even the uh, expectations or the interest of the population of the country matters right Say yes. Yes, Nikhil. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, now take example of US. Okay, US hmm. will give you the world class infrastructure, right? Because now, they're stable. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, so take example of Saudi Arabia. They will give you like oil, petroleum, and everything. Hmm. Hmm. Now, petrol and oil are like priced in US dollars. Hmm. So now, if India wants to buy that oil, they have to spend it in dollars, right? US hmm. dollars. Hmm. Hmm. so the demand for us dollars increases technically basically what i understand is when i say dollar my money currency exchange would happen at usa that means i would have to convert certain amount of my indian currency at 
the place of USA might be not physical. It can happen via banks and online transactions, but that's going to get stored over there, and that's right. increasing it's its monetary right. or currency. Right. It's one of the form of currency. Mm-hmm. Right now, if everyone wants, everyone uses the US dollars, then the value of US dollars like rises, and uh, Indian currency will automatically go down. Right? Basically, you're empowering that country by buying more of its goods. Correct. Correct. Mm. That's that's the reason why we see even today, right? I, I, India wants to take everything from outside. They they take oil from Saudi or they take some infrastructure from US, and everything mm. being priced being priced in US currency. De- definitely, that US price with respect to India will be more and. Uh, the indian price indian currency's value is going down with respect to other several of the other other currencies okay so that's why which it was 48 rupees for a dollar now it's 70 somewhere correct uh, we are not technically <laughs> accurate guys you can go up and look across the conversion rates it's yeah, just it for reference so one minute to minute as well But yeah and by the way what i wanted to convey here is like these are the like uh, for the inflation part right these are the factors which uh, add on to ups and downs of the inflations mm-hmm. maybe in our lifespan of grandmother mother and us we only seen it rising that is three generations and it's only been rising maybe before that price might have remained the same so what we covered just now guys is history of how the currency came in money came in and why this concept of inflation or the currency value keeps dropping the purchase power keeps dropping and all now let's head into other set of questions now this comes from our experiences and which i have experienced personally so when i was in college okay so i was in college i had to go to college for doing marvel studies you also have your side passion to deal with and a lot of money management comes into picture that time which means your traveling expenses your eating expenses you're you're given and you also have that maturity to know what to spend what not to spend but often not a lot of people get into this trouble on cash crunch that is with a given amount by given by caretakers or anyone or he earns himself some sort of, or he or she earns Some, some certain amount of money, but they get into the situations because of their, I don't know, adrenaline rush. So, Saikat, how do you want to answer this? Like, example, I can give you a very standard example. Assume you're staying in an urban place and you are in a hostel. Sorry, you are in a PG, and you've been given a pocket money of say five to eight k. With this certain amount of money, and you're staying somewhere two kilometers from your college right so how do you manage your expenses for a month and what would be your lifestyle which you would like to suggest that was basically saikat's uh, situation for the first uh, two or three years of our engineering right yeah a uh, lot of people go through this and it's very important to know this guy how he survived out of it i am eager to know it yeah well i keep asking him how he did that that's right. why so... that's why he's here today <laughs> i'll share my uh, personal experience over here uh, see uh, when you initially start going to a university or to a college and for the first time uh, you get a lot of i will not say this is a pocket money this is a survival money that you get to lead your life 
uh, at a different place at a different you know pg as you said or mm-hmm. hostel maybe or flat correct uh, i think the first most important thing is to understand what is the constant expenditure that is bound to happen which is your food can you define the expenditure cycle all right so expenditure is something that you will spend your money into right it can be your uh, pen it can be books it can be anything so now for me the first most important thing which my dad taught me was that see you would eat right that is what is required for you to study right now for me at least i was doing engineering and i am not correlating these to a lot of people who are doing ba bcom see everybody has their own set of uh, strengths but i'm just telling it on a general level see food is again a most important parameter now if you look around your hostel your pg or flat you will observe that there are certain set of options available to you right so when i say options what i typically mean is that there can be a, a five star hotel that you can go and eat every day possible mm-hmm. there is a hotel uh, right next to you or a mess that you can go and eat mm-hmm. or there is a hostel canteen or cafeteria available right mm-hmm. so what you can do as a student is that you should understand okay in my daily lifestyle do i go to the mess all the time or do i go to the five star hotel all the time depending on my capacity now as venkat given the assumption that i have 5 to 8k the way i managed it personally was that i understood my daily necessity of food was around 120 rupees to 150 rupees mm-hmm. for the entire day by the way okay okay now i can break it down however i want i can put my 30 rupees for a sandwich as a breakfast right 50 rupees for a a uh, paratha and a gobi manchurian maybe or some other food item in the afternoon and happy fees of 10 20 rupees in the evening at night maybe spend the remaining amount right mm-hmm. so now if i do the calculation uh let's assume that i spend around 100 rupees right uh and if you multiply that with 30 that's 3000 exactly 3000 rupees right so yeah. out of my 8k 3000 i'm deciding that it is already going as my food expenditure so honestly you you're sticking to that discipline and yeah. for that month you're spending only 3k for you not exactly see what i mean by that is that this value is something which is like a median okay mm-hmm. it can go up it can go down also uh, right for example it it can be 3500 but it cannot be 5000 you're getting the point there should there's an upper limit and there's a lower limit you should know your limits all the time mm-hmm. okay see now i'm not saying that you should stay hungry to save money not required but what you can do is basically you should understand that okay fine uh, if i have spent around 150 rupees today i want to eat specially today is my birthday i want to have a naan and i want to have a curry go and have it nobody stop you that particular day if you're investing let's say you 250 rupees instead of 100 it's completely fine you deserve it but mm-hmm. how do you manage your other days mm-hmm. or can you somewhere make this value static now the way i did it uh, i bought coupons of my canteen fortunately we are all in christ and christ is one of the best uh, i would say canteens available all over country we were fortunate about it we never faced any kind of issues about it so i used to buy coupons uh, everybody knows 
yeah. and I used to use that to buy food. Why? Because coupons play a very important role. That if I bought a coupon of twelve hundred, one thousand. Mm-hmm. They used to give me additional two hundred rupees. Okay. Okay. So now that extra two hundred, I am not putting from my pocket. My college is giving that, and mm. that rupees matters a lot. As I said, I can have multiple food items with two hundred rupees. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first most important understanding. What is your necessity? Food is the necessity that you should understand. Second thing comes is that what is your monthly expense? Now, as you asked, I if I stay in a hostel or a PG, right or a I can either pay one shot payment let's let's take an assumption that my rent is 3000 per month mm-hmm. and uh, I stay with my roommate which is 6000 so my division is my part is 3000 correct okay okay I can ideally my parents can either you know either give it like let's assume 3000 multiplied by 12 which is uh, I think 36000 mm-hmm. correct correct so yeah 36000 you can pay it at one shot and leave right yeah yeah or you can keep that 3000 from your additional 5 or 8000 that you got that means 3000 is for food mm-hmm. 3000 is for your rental uh, that you can pay and you will have your wifi and you will have your other things also right so these are certain values that you know that you are bound to pay mm. this is something you should always keep in mind you should never tell that you know uh, this month i you know i went for a movie five times i went for shopping 20 times i went for party two times mm-hmm. and i cannot pay my rent this month can you mm-hmm. pay it for me? that is a very wrong way of looking at your expense you should understand what you are capable of doing at initial phase rest what is remaining do with it so basically understanding what your responsibilities are clearing them off rather than spending it on something fun which doesn't help you in later days which will get you into more problems uh yeah see i'm i'm not saying that having fun is a bad thing all i'm yeah, saying that got it. uh you should just understand what is your fixed priority expense. or balance at that point of time yeah fixed expense hmm. okay hmm. what is something that you would have to give your money for so if i can give example say i get a 8k i know 6k would go out at any cost i only have 2k as a variability yeah okay got it 2k as a variable again uh, see you can you can ask for more money from your parents it can go up to 10k also yeah, yeah we get that i'm not denying it what i'm just trying to say is that uh in that 2k you should understand again you can prioritize what is more mm-hmm. important do you want to buy a book which is more important to your career or do you want to um, maybe buy a or uh, save money for a new phone what yeah, is that more? that will come to the next part that will come to the yeah. next part all right all right but i so, hope uh, this clarifies a little bit wicket right uh, yeah. how at least i this is how i did in my college time that i used to understand my fixed uh, expenditure and from there i whatever used to remain i used to uh, you know spend on other things that's how i should so to summarize for listeners what psychic is trying to say is suppose you are living in an urban place with in a hostel or pg with say 8k as your money to survive right so there are two 
essential aspects for every human you have to have a food for a day or shelter for that day like both are necessary and condition example so you need to have food and you need to have shelter so to answer that psychic gave his perspective on for him it was 3000 as a food might be for you it's 4000 because you work out more you go to you're a sports person for you you need to understand what your shelter expense might come now understanding these two combinations always figure out a lot of things as an expense in your college days later on the rest of the money you would need to know where it can go to and that's where the second question rises say an example you are in college and you have passion to pursue but you don't have enough money to add into that passion because of cash crunch to survive to survive not to just follow some passion now fortunately in this era of the world there are some other things that we could do with passion or without passion there are other ways to earn money legally not illegally legally now raghav would you like to show a few ways where legally as a student i can put some time over there get some money from that and it could still help my skills grow okay so venkat you don't need to you know stress on legally over there uh, oh, oh, why over. no that is a very <laughs> essential part bro <laughs> like <laughs> no we need to we don't want uh, people to end up in jail yeah but <laughs> Uh, let's just continue on Saikat's example, okay? He just uh, spent money and he has 2k left. Now, maybe he would want uh, more money. He wants to maybe go go on a trip. Maybe he wants to go to Goa. So, he needs more money. Very good so, example, Raghav. Huh? <laughs> Very good example. Let's continue from there. Yeah. So, uh, what are different ways you can earn money like, you know, while in college? Mm-hmm. So one of uh, the best uh, ways would be paid internships. You have your skills, use them. Mm-hmm. You earn money. You mm-hmm. get a good uh, career option. You get money. It's a double win over there for you. Win to win situation. It's not a win win situation. Win is win win is where both two parties win. This is a double win. You win uh, both the sides. Okay, like that. Okay, understand. Yeah. Understand. and uh, you can even uh, try freelance freelance is a very good option you have multiple websites where you can uh, you know upload uh, upload your profile and uh, you know get freelance uh, jobs you know like, there's fiverr there's upwork hmm. correct all of correct. them you just go on uh, you use your skills you bid your uh, bid your amount and that's it hmm. you uh, you could get a freelance job though it might not be easy uh, you know initially like uh, at least for the first three jobs you need to, uh, to expand your networks and everything but once you start it's very uh, easy you keep getting jobs hmm and uh, you, you start get uh, earning money and you hmm. learn you know finish your jobs within that de- uh, within deadlines you earn, uh, learn and earn again it's a double win it could be a triple win as well <laughs> yeah yeah now yeah. since you are in college there is another option okay for me like I, i since i'm doing my post post grad and for uh, this for people who are doing their post grad you could go as research assistants people who are uh, lecturers okay. who are doing their phd's they offer research assistant job posts as you uh, know sometimes as paid okay okay so that could be a very good option you could uh, you know learn a lot from that person while also mm-hmm. earning money okay okay got it hmm? now 
Hmm. YouTube is a, a huge network. You could upload almost anything once you click. Like you know, once you are successful, you once you get your views, that's it. Money. Ah, uh, you would be starting uh, to earn money. Please read terms and conditions and copyrights from YouTube. Yeah, there are uh, terms and conditions. You need to you know, research a little more. But yeah, this is the basic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also, you have Instagram. Instagram started, uh, you know, giving uh, money for reels who have uh, reels which are uh, viral. Hmm. Okay. So that's a uh, creative event where you can showcase your work at creative way. Those yeah. Still yeah. Work. So yeah, the next one is part-time jobs. Okay, man. This is I'm taking an example with, uh, with some people who are actually studying abroad, but uh, mm-hmm. there are equally you know good jobs in India as well. You could uh, there are part-time jobs not only in big companies, but you can uh, do small part-time jobs in coffee shops or anything. Mm. There are always part-time jobs like that. Okay. It's not like you know uh, very uh, bad job, but yeah, you get a decent job, you get decent pay. It could help you in a, in a monthly uh, in a expenditure. Okay. And finally, uh, like our psychiatrist, he used to you know, go on different gigs. He he he's a good musician, so he uh, constantly gets uh, gigs. So this is for all the musicians out there. You keep uh, getting your gigs, you can start earn, earning money. That is one of the best ways you can earn. Yeah, hmm. I, I agree to that. As in, like to hone your skills, you should also understand that. where can you express it and how can you earn maybe from it so mm-hmm. so the earning segment uh, vikar just to add on to it uh, raghav is very correct on this part that it is not mandatory that you should get your first gig for 10000 mm-hmm. never ever have that idea or in youtube or in any medium it's yeah. okay if you are doing it for free also because you are not an expert in it you are just mm-hmm. there to earn right now until unless i showcase my skill how will people you know expect that i am good or bad right mm-hmm. i can really bad but yeah. while doing it again and again and again maybe then when i gain a confidence i can i can maybe charge 2000 1000 for a show and mm-hmm. that can actually grow up to 1 lakh also there are people who have done that right so that's also a good medium uh, okay. yeah uh, so basically you don't need to start off uh, you know high Like me, as I said, you start off like you know, uh, like basically doing some free job. You start gaining networks. You start gaining mm. contacts, and with mm. from those contacts itself, you start getting you know multiple uh, jobs where you get actually paid. Mm. And from those, you start getting your reputation. And then once you gain reputation, your uh, you know jobs get uh, you know gaining jobs would be way easier for anyone. Okay, got it. Makes sense. So people are listening. what i could summarize from what raghav is trying to say is students can earn while they are still studying to pursue on what they are trying to do and they still have open doors for internship at least we all four went for internship when we were in college we had very good internships during our college times on the education path that we chose uh, i also to be just opening up here it's not certain that what you're studying only you have to go for those interns might be you got interest in some other field it's always good that if you have skill at that area you can still go and do interns and help that company if they need some help from you um but apart from that internship is is not only one place you have freelancer platforms now the corona thing has brought us to a situation where 
lot of freelancer jobs are opening up freelancer it's a platform fiverr is a platform upwork is a platform these platforms you guys can go and explore and choose which gig you want to do there are jobs there are things available for engineers to graphic designers the field is very wide open you guys can go there try out different options see which is the best thing that works for you for your price and talent you're trying to share apart from that you can also do youtube or you can actually go for some paying skill like example you're good at dancing and some theater offers you to dance for them but the intern they would give you some money youtube you know how youtube works every mobile has a youtube app you just need to become a creator of it start following some terms and conditions understand what its copyrights are if you can follow them understand how the monetary aspects get uh connected with it so every video that you upload with certain amount of views likes shares you would have some monetary benefits attached to it so that's another way so the world that we are living right now has also made it more comfortable for us to explore more with this information that we have in hand while still we can keep only so that's a good way to tell raghav uh moving to the next one we've come across that if you're staying still in urban you got pocket money you know you got survival money of 5 to 8k and you're in a flat or something you can still manage the expense while you can figure out a way to earn more while managing your studies but here comes the next question okay boss i have managed my survival and now i'm able to earn something but with the money that i get back say with the 2k i was le- i had 1k i spent it as an invest to this traveling and all stuff i have one more k and i get 500 rupees back from the gig i do from things i do so 1500 rupees i have on my hand now where can i put this money where should i invest as a student my money into because you're not open to few platforms like mutual funds bitcoin i'm not sure i think so nikhil should help me here where should i put this 1500 rupees into which will help me better progress as a person in a career also monetarily right venkat well this question is not just as a student right even when you grow old you'll be like uh, i want to invest somewhere where should i invest it that's right? a different ball game a- yeah it's a never ending marathon right yeah. like you're just thinking as a student but even when you grow older you'll be in different thought where where should we invest yeah but for this question let's stick to only from student yeah, perspective i am coming yeah <laughs> right now let's see as a student where where and all can i invest right being in college right one main priority is to get knowledge okay when mm. i say knowledge it's it can be even a skill certification or anything that you want correct correct as a college student right so you will you will have to definitely gain knowledge uh, it, it can be academic knowledge but academic knowledge is just not sufficient mm-hmm. you need to have more, more than academic knowledge mm-hmm. now it can be like a, a, a subject in a different domain or it can be a different skill altogether than what you're studying it can be anything right other than your academics mm-hmm. okay you can learn from your uh, trainings online courses like even right. mooks are there edxs are there there are say, several right. things where you can know or start learning correct the so point number 1 to note down is that as a student first main priority is to invest in uh, such courses or books or study materials okay, okay. now now basically <laughs> okay basically what you're trying to say is invest in knowledge right 
Right. That doesn't mean that you have to go and buy each and every book or each and every course, right? So mm-hmm. it will it will not help you. Invest Correct. in one or two courses which you feel like it will help you learn and mm-hmm. try to excel in that. Mm-hmm. This is the one simplest way to invest in yourself for the knowledge and skills. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now that Raghav had explained about uh, being a student, how can we learn, uh, earn a little extra pocket money mm-hmm. by doing internships and all, right? Correct. I would also suggest that uh, initially, when you get internship, uh, we don't have to look for a stipend or money returns. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is sometimes fine because so, if internships is gaining you some several skills, mm-hmm. those skills which you had to pay online or had to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. here you have a clear advantage you are not earning money but instead you are earning a skill over there more like to give an example uh, i'll give you a best example people who watched pursuit of happiness uh, if you guys have not watched please go watch that film so this when this when the character will smith uh, get tries to get into the stock uh, company and he says i want a job and they say it's in internship and when he gets selected they say they don't they don't pay money for interns because all they have to do is learn a lot of skill which they can give and get selected to the next round of job qualification or something so the same thing happens in real life it's just not in movies you have to travel few times a lot of places which all of us have experienced not just one of us in podcast all of us might be nikhil is telling from that perspective yeah right nikhil right right oh, yeah uh, yeah what i meant here is like you are investing a time over there and getting skills back it need not be always investing in money correct now again don't take it in wrong way like analyze yourself and see if this internship is worth your time or worth without a stipend like that okay got it makes sense and now okay one quick another example uh, we'll see how other ways we can earn money mm-hmm. we are all talking about books courses internships and all those things right correct Have you ever considered your interest or your passion? So basically, uh, yeah. See, one thing that happens, at least in engineering students' life, is we do a lot of good things apart from engineering sometimes. <laughs> or it also happens that due to your twelfth, a uh, lot of peer pressure starts building up when you're at class twelfth. That is sometimes dream gets crushed, passion gets crushed for sake of marks. so passion sometimes is in brink of existence which means you would need to relive it you need to invest in it is what like are you trying to say that like invest back into yes. your passion dreams getting crushed and passions getting crushed venkat is going way too deep here okay hold on okay sorry guys if it's too deep this is for all the listeners okay like having college education not just about academics job or career right sometimes mm-hmm. it's even about your personal interest to be progressed Mm-hmm. Let's take so, example of our conundrum team itself. Mm-hmm. Being an engineering stream, we all we all love to work on technology. Say like back in third semester, fourth semester, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. We we all gathered like we were around six or seven of us. We all gathered and try to make this project called Alpha, which is a smartwatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We put in our savings, money, or pocket money, everything. sometimes even we ask for extra money from parents and even college helped us sometimes for some resources yeah yeah here what i am trying to convey is so like investing in a project is which is of your interest or which is of your passion it will definitely reward you it will reward you with your experience it will reward you with the learning 
and mm. lot more things which you can earn from it without actually have to go into a course or without having actually mm. to invest in something mm. okay. another point to note here is so invest invest in something of your interest and passion that will you know, definitely award you right mm. okay and one more point to add here i mean this for everyone to consider don't just blindly invest in anything invest in something be it a student or be it elder person or be it even a younger kid or mm-hmm. understand little mathematics invest mm-hmm. in something that you feel low, you can by using that you can become a better version of yourself is, yeah to summarize it's it's like oh, first you take care of from your skills and oh, career perspective mm-hmm. uh, from academics point of view and another main point is your personal your interest your passion these mm-hmm. are the main things you, which you can invest and the other things other than money is like you invest in time and g- gain some knowledge those kind of investments you can look into time that's a very good topic that you said and uh-huh. uh, for your question venkato uh, i don't think bitcoin blockchain and all those things right uh, is yeah. would be helpful at this stage of point that's a very nice way to put it because people when we say invest it's always money that comes into picture for them but they don't know this essential topic of called time get some 2 hours 3 hours put it in the things that you like uh, we have done it like as you said in alpha which i don't know how much reward we got of it but we learned lot of things from there so you guys as learners if you're still in college students don't always think money as to invest you can also think time to invest that will pay off for longer run yeah but yeah we we'll let's stick to finance let's go back to the next question got it uh so for the next question this is going to be might be a bit difficult to answer but we let's see how it goes so i think that this i'll especially ask it for saikat saikat so see we have some amount of money in our hand and we have we have explored a way to earn money and now with that money that we get back we also know way to invest it uh now consider you do all these three things you end up in a good situation and you're open up for placements what do you do from here because you figured out way to earn you figured out way to invest and you know how to manage money so what do you do in this situation do you sit for placement or do you say no i'll find my own way of job finding and before saikat answers this i just want to say that we are not advising people to do this or that this is just our view and please don't blame us if you do that and don't succeed yeah uh, okay a disclaimer is at the initial 1 minute of the podcast every every time we try to tell something of our experience if you feel no, this is a very sensible topic that's why yeah. i wanted to repeat it all right yeah <clears throat> i'll add on to this venkat as you correctly said mm-hmm. uh see this is a pretty much controversial topic i would say some people may like it some people might not so i'm just trying to give an understanding as to what you asked and maybe what is good for people in general mm-hmm. and maybe our elders will also tell the same thing is what i believe yeah. so what i was saying is that uh, this is just our perspective to give you an understanding uh whether you should follow your passion do something else or do you sit for your placement get a job right now why are we including first of all this question in the investment or finance is because without earning money you will never ever understand where you would put that into 
right so this is a very important thing to understand and that is why i think venkat has added this question right it's, it's a so, basic building block of your personal finance all right got it got it so the thing is that the way i see it maybe i'll give a very small example a few days back i was watching a video of uh, ankur variku uh, and mm-hmm. he had a small interview with an iit kharagpur engineer mm-hmm. his name is vikrant vikrant okay. all right so he very well clearly explains you guys can go and watch that video later on but the crux of that i'm just trying to explain so okay. he was in uh, his 10th very understood that uh, some of his teacher told you know uh, what next you take up science as usual and then to crack iit what you should do so he said that uh, he used to stay in a place which is near to kota which is a educational hub if you would have okay. right okay. so he went there he studied there for two years cracked iit Uh, got into IIT Khadakpur and his demand was very clear. If I don't get into IIT Khadakpur, I will not go into any other thing. So see that kind of vision he had, right? He got into IIT. Correct. Hmm. Hmm. Other thing is that beat any college, not just engineering college, beat any college that you are aiming for, you are dreaming for, or even if you have not thought about it, it's completely fine. Once you land up in your college, your three to four years is something where you explore and understand what you are actually passionate about or what you are really good about. All right. Okay. Now that can be a photography, uh, that can be music, that can be dance, right? But you should also understand that while pursuing your passion, is it sustainable on the longer run or not? Are you that skilled enough in it to earn money? So I'll just correlate to what Raghav and Nikhil just pointed out previously. Uh, let's assume that I have some extra 2k. I invest that back in my skill hmm. to grow it. In either let's let's take music theory, or maybe photography classes, or painting classes, or something else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I enhance my skill. Skill. I then do gigs. i basically do freelancing work or internships get to a level where my uh skill is being paid for and when i say paid for it is not that you are getting paid like uh you know 500 rupees 100 rupees no what i mean by that is by the end of fourth year it with respect to engineering you should be able to balance that same earning that you are getting or more from your freelancing work in comparison to your placement now on an average an indian placement is approximately let's take 4 to 5 lakhs if by any chance your freelancing or your extra passion can earn you same or more than that while you are in college that can be from youtube that can be from any medium irrespective of medium i'm just saying if that is happening then i think that is the time where you should actually realize that dude i can earn more i can actually there is no limit to my creativity mm. right i don't need a college placement to earn i can have other methods also i can go out and maybe uh, join a you know big choir i can go for a huge band i can start off something which will give me money Hmm. to sustain me and my family so basically psychic here we get into some sort of responsibility also 
say you go with placement you have your employers to take care of you which means they give you beneficial things such as maybe insurance and other stuff but while you're own and you're freelancing you get into managing yourself at your own pace now that for few people they don't understand right of college when they're sitting for placement when they have to make this decision so how do you think they have to tackle that sort of understanding see uh, the the way if i have to put it in that way if you are still confused whether you should go for it or not i would say don't think twice sit for your placement it's never a bad thing it's it's always a good option mm-hmm. go there experience it for one or two years Mm-hmm. see how the corporate works take some learning from there mm-hmm. then if you want to move out do your work mm-hmm. okay so yeah. uh, coming back to vikrant's career case right mm-hmm. what i'm mm-hmm. discussing that day in during his four years he realized he was very good in graphic designing and uh, uh you know photography right okay he did his internship in uh, a company i think which is in delhi uh which is a studio i think you guys must have heard uh, i'm not i'm not recollecting the name uh, similar to filter copy okay uh, okay he did an internship over there okay so now you see he did his internship as nikhil correctly said need not be in the same domain that he studied hmm was studying engineering but he did his internship into a completely different domain right okay. now that can be a second internship that can be a third internship i'm not counting the number i'm not saying that is his first internship right mm-hmm. but he decided i need to grow i need to expand mm-hmm. skill set and for that he chose a specific internship which meets his requirement and when that happened eventually he was earning as i said more than what his placement could offer him no okay and then eventually he moved off to mumbai to pursue his dream and then he started getting few jobs here and there and he started growing he okay. started increasing his business by the way when you are in college your friends might do startups your mm. friends would require some sort of a website and mm. for that you would require a graphic designer mm. you would require photos to put in your website so he used to get those kind of work which used to pay him really well in comparison to a normal 9 to 5 job Then when he realized that that I can earn more, I can survive with the money that is coming not from the traditional nine to five job method, he was okay with it. Hmm, got it. So his skills basically overpowered his traditional, uh, I would say, the path that uh, you know he was studying for. Okay, right? and that is where he moved on. But that's mm-hmm. not the case with everybody. okay i'm i'm not saying everybody are born with a passion with a skill set with a knack for dance music no it's okay completely fine so yeah this topic goes on forever but to just summarize this always think as your skill set get you more uh, monetary benefit than the placement that you were about to sit for now but it's always good to go in certain placements because you have channelized your whole four years or three years to that particular education and job which would come is also particularly in that area it's always a good practice to go and sit and if you're still not exploded sit crack it 
experience that situation uh, understand what they're trying to do so i think so that's what sakit tried to say and if you're ever in that dilemma your default option should be in placement yeah that's that's correct placement is never a bad thing at least i got placement right? <laughs> yeah yeah got got it. It. nikhil got it i Rahul, still didn't get it <laughs> you are studying <laughs> It's you are okay. about to get you you your next level don't do that okay so <laughs> the point that i'm just trying to say is it's never a bad thing don't say that we are hypocrites and we ourselves got placement and we are talking about something else we are all all we are just trying to say is that there are other methods also our goals are beyond your comprehension oh wow sai <laughs> <laughs> raghav is too much into literature so he gets all these beautiful words out of him dude all of them are from lord of the rings man yeah, yeah. see so with college face being cleared so say you were in college you knew how to manage your expenses you knew way to how to earn money during your college time and how to invest the money that you get back to get more out of it basically education or knowledge skills from there you have a good phase of your life where there are placements going on and you also are pursuing your set of skills which you yourself can get a job so there's few suggestions by that from psychat where default could be placements but if you have explored more parts of your own no one is there to stop you from there there's a whole new ball game that starts with this we've come to an end of the session feel free to support us on patreon we're also in instagram Facebook, YouTube and Twitter and many more platforms as well. So feel free to like, share and maybe support us over there as well. But always as we say, keep the conundrum rolling. Signing off.